0: September 12, 2020. Happy Hour. Taking selfies. An exploding whale, and Britney Spears. This, is, Awesome, Today. Awesome Today, is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it, and have an awesome today. Would you?
1: Hello. Hello. How are you? I am fan-freaking-tastic. Okay, good. That was a little, got a little strained there at the end. I'm not sure why.
3: I'm sure why. You're still having a lot of pain. I am.
1: I am. But it's better than it was yesterday.
3: Yeah. And you got spiritually directed today. Got spiritually directed. Adjusted at the chiropractor.
1: Chiropractic. I got all the adjustments made. Yes, you did. Spiritual, physical, ecumenical. Really? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I'm excited because, not because today is November 12th, which it is, but because today is Happy Hour Day.
3: Well,
1: I'll drink to
3: that. (laughs) I already already
1: happied mine. (laughs) How have I never known that Happy Hour had its own holiday?
3: This is the first I've ever heard of this.
1: And... Do you say happy, happy hour day? I don't know how that works. I like it. It feels like a children's song then.
3: It's a good children's (laughs) song.
1: you are here, children?
3: (laughs) If you spend any time around children, you're ready for happy, happy hour day. Yes.
1: I was originally concerned that that's too much happy in one spot. Mm -hmm. That it might somehow put a tear in the space happy continuum. (laughs) I don't know. Would it surprise you to know that Happy Hour began as an event in the military?
3: Um no, my brother was in the military. I am mm-hmm. not surprised at all.
1: Would you wager a guess as to which branch?
3: Um, well, I would tend to say Air Force because I've seen some airmen toss yeah. some drinks back. You're gonna feel dumb when I tell you. Okay. Of course
1: it was the Navy.
3: The Navy. What do you
1: do with a drunken sailor? <laughs> Of course, it was the Navy, and it was the Navy in actually 1913.
3: Heck yeah!
1: Fantastic, thank you, Navy. I wish I could toast you with something besides mineral water that makes me belch like an ape.
3: Here we can do a half toast Mm. since I have the real stuff.
1: All right. Now, modern day quarantine, being what it is, and all of that. Yeah. It's probably going to be a little bit more challenging to Mm. celebrate this Mm -hmm. fine holiday Mm -hmm. that it is. Yeah. Um, But. Hey, you can still, you can go buy a bottle of something. You can take it home. You could consume it with your cohabitant, whether that's a human or a dog or cat or bird or whatever. Yes. Um, Hey, you could utilize technology. You could Mm -hmm. call a friend and toast or Zoom or something, right? Yes. And feel free to put on any sailing attire. Whether you've got like a peacoat, that's a, originally a sailor's coat.
3: I love a peacoat.
1: You could wear a peacoat, maybe sit on your back porch if it's a little chilly, have you something alcoholic. Okay. You could just wear boat shoes, I guess. That's still nautical in theme. It is. You could put on a life jacket and probably <laughs> should if you're going to have more than one and you're near a water source.
3: My voxer is your going boxer
1: off. Your ruined the whole episode.
3: <laughs> Sorry, everyone. My
1: own personal preference would be to... Wear some form of pirate garb.
3: Oh my, yes, me hearty. The
1: greatest sailors of all.
3: <laughs> Good.
1: And uh, drinkers. And So maybe we drinkers. should go get a bottle of rum. You think so?
3: Maybe. Okay. We're almost out of scotch, so why not? Why not? Well, 1933, this day is taken. I made this. Sentence. This day is taken. <laughs> I made this. Sorry,
1: sentence. you may not have it. It's been taken. Find your own November twelfth, nineteen thirty-three.
0: This day's taken.
3: (laughs) I was gonna try to make this work. I don't know what I was doing. I messed up the sentence real bad. The first known photo is taken of Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. Dang right. Now, being Scottish as I am, Nessie is the uh, my favorite cryptid. You know what a cryptid is? No. It's like an unexplainable uh, creature that's not supernatural. It takes a physical form. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Like Bigfoot, Yetis, those types of things. Okay. Loch Ness Monster. There's other, believe it or not, there are other lake and river monsters of this caliber, but Nessie's probably the best known. Okay. Maybe at least in the English speaking world.
1: You want me to draw you a little connection of the dots? Please do. And I apologize to Nessie if this is spoiling anything. Yeah. So, where is where is Lake... Well, first of all, Lake Loch Ness. We have a, a nautical theme here, right?
3: Mm-mm. Where is it? Scotland.
1: Scotland, home of Scotch. Yes. Booze. Right. Happy Hour Day.
3: Right. Oh! This is the day also that the picture...
1: I think Nessie came out for a little happy hour celebration, <laughs> nautically speaking, and got caught. So if you want to catch a Nessie, take some scotch to the waterfront and...
3: That explains everything. Yeah, that works. It all makes sense. Okay, Um, in 1946, the Exchange National Bank of Chicago institutes the first drive-in banking service in America. Now, I remember going through the drive-through banking. Did you get a sucker? Suckers.
1: Yes, dum-dums.
3: Dum dums, because they're lightweight, they're cheap. Stick some in there; the kids are happy.
1: You know what pissed me off every time?
3: When you got the pineapple flavor. Yes. Oh man, How I tried it too. It's
1: I've never done that. This thing, whoever, whichever employee created the pineapple flavor, should have been beaten to death with a bag full of them. <laughs> They're terrible.
3: That's more aggressive than I would have thought. I hate them. You hate them. We've literally never known that about each other. Amazing. We unify in years, our hate. Yep. Yeah, Twenty-two years of marriage, you still find new things. I <sighs> thought that um, perhaps the drive-through banking would have gone by the wayside with the advent of the ATM, but no. People still use them. In fact, I used it. On Saturday to get cash out or was it Monday? I don't know. Another day this week.
1: I feel like we've talked about the origination of the ATM, but I can't remember I can't remember if it was before or after this. Okay, yeah.
3: Because it was after
1: to me that's backwards. You institute the ATM first and then the drive-thru because once you've been able to sit on your butt and get money at the same time, are you gonna want to get up to get it? No. Risk your life and welfare. It's a lot harder for somebody to mug you in your car than at the ATM machine.
3: You're not wrong. And maybe that's why people still use the the drive-thru. band. by
1: somebody, I mean me when I'm mugging people at the freaking ATM because I can't get it done at the drive-thru. Every time I get stabbed in the throat with a pineapple sucker. (laughs) Come back!
3: (laughs) Good. It's good. All right.
1: It doesn't work. Okay. 1966... Mm -hmm. Buzz Aldrin takes the first selfie photo in space. And believe it or not, flat earthers agree if by space you mean a movie set.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm both amazed and troubled by how often flat earth theory comes up on our show. We've
1: had so much about space. Flat earth has to be brought into the equation.
3: Okay, I'm not going to look at your notes. I know you are about to tell us the whole thing. This is big. When
1: I found this... I felt like everything was worthwhile today.
3: Uh, Whoa, okay.
1: I wanted to have two happy hours today. Mm. 1970. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Okay. So today's the 12th. Let's go back a few days to the 9th, 1970. Okay. In Florence, Oregon, which is Central Coast. Yes. Well, a 45-foot-long, 8-ton sperm whale, dead, washes to shore. It happens. It does happen. All coastal places know this trauma. Yeah. So, at the time, beaches were under the jurisdiction of the state's highway division. Okay. Don't know if that's still the case or not, but that's what it was in 1970. Right. So, after consulting with the U.S. Navy, they decided to remove the carcass using dynamite.
3: What? Yeah,
1: because you know why? Dynamite's freaking awesome. That's why. Oh,
3: gosh. I guess. Haven't you ever seen Lost?
1: Well hasn't lost ever seen this apparently they didn't they did not watch i
3: mean they didn't live through this okay the
1: the assumption is that you'd blow it up and the pieces remaining pieces would be small enough that scavenger animals would consume it and you've you've completed you've just sped up nature's cycle
3: that's fair i get it i don't like it but i get it yeah
1: well it's fun to blow things up too Mm -hmm. and that um yeah so as fate would have it and fate is, in fact, a fickle lover, is she not?
3: Yes, <laughs> she is.
1: The only person qualified, which was the guy normally in charge mm-hmm. there, yeah. he was gone on a hunting trip. Wow. Well, and he left a fellow named George Thornton, who was an engineer, mm-hmm. left him in charge.
3: Okay.
1: Well, George, I don't know if he, like, had a a wheel of fortune that he spun to determine the amount or what, but he decides... To use just shy of 1,000 pounds of dynamite. Okay. Now, it just so happened that a former military explosives expert was in the area and handily there. And he was like, bro, no. That's way too much. He recommended one-tenth of the the amount. George was like, listen here. (laughs) I may not... Stay at a Holiday and Express, but I like dynamite.
3: And I'm an engineer. And I'm
1: an engineer. Yeah. Relax. What what the hell do you know? Former military explosives expert. Shut up.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: then today at 3:45 p.m., the dynamite, dy, dynamite, the dynamite was detonated. That was a lot of that was a lot of d's, d's and ends. Yeah. Large pieces, large pieces of whale, were blown. No less than 800 feet in all directions from this behemoth.
3: I hate it. It
1: landed chunks of blubber landing near <laughs> buildings in parking lots. Now, this is the best part. This is the best part. So, remember, former explosives expert? Yeah. A huge chunk, he's been ignored, a huge chunk lands on his car and flattens it. <laughs> And I'm not making this up. I could not make this up. He, just a few days before, had purchased the car at a dealership promotion that was called the Get a Whale of a Deal (laughs) Promotion. I'm going to pee my pants.
3: This is amazing, isn't it? Oh my gosh.
1: To make matters worse, because of course they need to be worse. Yeah. The, because the explosion was way too big, all of that, it, it, the blast, is, you know, it, it goes through least resistance. It didn't disintegrate the whole whale, only portions of it. There right. was a lot of whale left. Oh, no. And the very scavenger birds that they'd counted on eating it, <laughs> they had the hell scared out of them and they all <laughs> flew off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a real treat oh. going on there.
3: My gosh, this story was not. Yeah. I I was not prepared for this. Now,
1: fascinatingly and beautifully for you and me and everyone else listening, ABC Seven News Bay Area was, and I think that's. I think that is who was there on the scene. They recorded a lot of what went on. Yeah, and then here, not too many years ago, they went back, and you can find this on YouTube. Okay, the the YouTube channel is ABC Seven news bay area the video is titled from the archives the exploding whale of florence oregon you got to go look it up it's awesome i watched it it's a news story so it's not like inappropriately gory and all of that they show from a distance the explosion you can see massive chunks of blubber flying you get to see the flattened car they actually interview the military expert all of that it's a it's excellent
3: you cannot, you cannot make up a story mm-mm, like that. Mm-mm. That is brilliant.
1: Only humans can do something that wrong.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Wow.
1: Yeah, that was a good one. And that's maybe as part of your happy hour celebration today, you should, in fact, go look that up and watch it.
3: It's better with a drink, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. Woo, well, it's hard to follow up that story. My goodness. I uh, will say that on this day in 1990, bringing it up to the modern era, at least for us. Yeah. Sir Tim Berners Lee and Robert Calliau something of Switzerland publish a formal proposal for what they were gonna go ahead and call the World Wide Web.
2: WWW.
3: WWW. I think you suspect this might be true. They they stole all of their ideas from one Al Gore.
1: That's right, Al Gore. Thanks, Al. <laughs> How dare they? How dare you, sir? How
3: very dare you. Yes.
1: Unbelievable. Do you recall back in our collegiate days at the dawning of our exposure to the interwebs, everybody had the one friend where when they were telling you where to find something, they'd they would they'd be like, HTTP, colon. And you're just like, yeah, no joke. Mm. Come on. What's the rest of the thing? There's probably still people that do that.
3: Yes. And Al Gore people. may be one of them. Well, I yes, don't know. I'm sure he is. I'm confident. Alan, um... Tipper wasn't that? His yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one short year later. Wait,
1: wait, wait! I do have to give Al Gore a little bit of credit. Oh. A little bit. Okay. He he's been a lifelong computer nerd. Yeah. And and he, he yeah. actually passed some legislation, increased some funding, did some things that contributed. Really, but, but it's not like he's actually.
3: He didn't. The grand did pappy of the, the yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for clarifying, and I'm sure Al Gore appreciates the shout out. He's an awesome Today listener, of course.
1: Oh, he has been, especially when we do stuff about our joint friend, Henry Ford.
3: Well, yes. Okay. Well, again, that was 1990. and 1991, on, airing on ABC, if you will recall, the 100th episode of the sitcom Full House.
1: House is full.
3: Now, this is strange to me because it's during this 100th episode that the twins are born. oh, you know what? It's not... Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombus.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's Uncle Jesse and Aunt Rebecca at Aunt Becky. They had twins. Okay, okay. I was like, I feel like the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen were on it from the beginning. They maybe, were
1: Maybe some. They
3: played the baby. What was the baby's name? Uh, I
1: don't know. Baby. Hey, baby. Michelle. I like hey, baby better.
3: <laughs> but Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky had twins. And during the 100th episode, airing today in 1991, they were born. A lot of hearts
1: were broken that day because they realized Uncle Jesse was going to be off the market well, more, more definitively yeah. than he had been.
3: Yes, that's He's right.
1: a responsible guy. He's going to stay there be involved. Yes. So all imagined and real love affairs were ended.
3: That's right. That's right. That's right.
1: Okay. Well, 1999, our good friend, President Clinton, mm-hmm. he signed the financial services reform bill. Big deal, right? Except actually it was a huge damn deal. Um, this allowed banks, investment firms, and insurance companies to c- sell each other's products. And even beyond that, begin some cross ownership as well now this was something that had once been legal that had been made illegal in the aftermath of wall street crash Mm. because
2: hey bad idea it's a
1: bad damn idea yeah it shouldn't happen so yeah thanks he gets that put into place and it stands as a significant contributing factor to the 2007-2008 financial meltdown so good job bill thanks
3: you know, it's interesting. So this is November, mid-November 1999. This is clearly mm-hmm. like one of the last things he did before he left office. Mm-hmm. This would be post, no, not post-election. I guess in 2000 is when the election was, so never mind. I forgot how years work it's and okay. how okay. elections in the United States work. It, so. was,
1: it was late enough of legislation that yeah. a lot of people mistakenly blame this on the next presidency. Oh,
3: really? Yeah. On the George W.
1: Now- Minimally, they would claim, well, George should have undone, whatever, but there, there is enough complexity. I promise you, no president actually really knows history and stuff and things, and they listen to advisors and or all of the entirety of Capitol Hill is driven by lobbyists and people right. paying them under the table, over the table, beside the table, through the table, all the prepositions that have to do with tables. <laughs> But that was a really just asinine, stupid thing to do. And we've paid the price. And we will again as long as we continue to let this go on. There's no amount of regulation that overcomes greed. And the more open windows you leave for it, the more problems occur. So that's real
3: cheery. Thanks. There's no amount of regulation that overcomes greed. Do you want me to put that on a t-shirt for you?
1: Um, I feel like it's tattooed on my chest already. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: or my right buttock. Which of the two?
3: What about your left peck? My left peck. <laughs> Smile pec, at it.
1: It's pristine. It has no no tats. <laughs> I've left it clean for you, just like in uh, what is it? A mice and men? The dude wears the glove full of vaseline <laughs> to keep it soft for his lady. <laughs> I'm
2: yeah, keeping the
1: left peck for you.
2: We're back
3: to John Steinbeck. Okay. Yeah. Wow. We really know how to weave a thread. You know
1: that what I mean? We do. That we do.
3: Trending today and tomorrow, as you all are listening, Awesome Today fam! this is going to be big news for pop culture fans, especially those of us who are fascinated by, invested in, interested in the hashtag free Britney movement. Yes. Okay. Big news. Britney Spears lost a long running legal battle to remove her father as the conservator of her estate, mm-hmm. which is Kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. But it's not a complete and total loss because what she was granted by this judge was her request to add a corporate fiduciary to her trust to serve as a co-conservator with her father. Now, this is a pretty good win. Why don't you tell us, as you understand how trusts work better than I do, what this means? So,
1: yeah, whoever is trustee, is acting on behalf of a beneficiary within there. Now, most often, the trustee is, in fact, also the beneficiary. And so you don't have a conflict of interest.
3: Just like a normal, like if you're just like, I'm going to go set up my trust and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then you are the, you are the beneficiary?
1: Yeah, because it was your, you funded it with your money. You are the trustee. Okay. It's, there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of benefits for having your stuff in registered in trust. Okay. And so you do that. Okay. Um, in the instance where somebody is a minor or somebody is compromised in some, way. in some way and not able or just doesn't want to any longer run their own stuff, they remain beneficiary. Someone is appointed to make decisions for them. Now, that means that her dad in this instance was acting in a fiduciary role, meaning... By law, he's supposed to be making decisions that are best for her. How she's been unable to prove that he hasn't been, all of that, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I haven't been following this. Maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. But the beauty of bringing in uh, this this corporate co-fiduciary, co-conservator, co-trustee, whatever you want to call them, is they don't have any vested interest in screwing anybody over in fact they're going to be hypersensitive yes. to obedience to the law yes. and so if Brittany's dad is going forward going to be squirrely in any way she has a from a court's perspective an uncompromised a no uh, um what's the word somebody with no conflict of interest right. all of these things in place that can stand beside her and say uh this guy's not good.
3: Okay, that's that's at least a little bit of a relief. It's
1: a it's a huge victory. Yeah, and and really probably the most responsible thing that the court mm-hmm.
3: could do, mm-hmm.
1: rather than just removing him outright and then having yes ongoing garbage. It's like it's like the middle of the road chance to say, well, if he's been wrong, yeah, this should pre- either prevent him from being wrong in the future, yes. or it will get him removed. In a more succinct fashion. Okay. Honestly, a better gift to her. Because let's say that she'd gotten him removed. He could have petitioned and fought continually to find ways to prove her incompetent, whatever. Get back in charge of things. He still would have had a dog in the fight.
3: Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And um, if you're wanting... Well, I could mention this during world, which we're getting ready to do. We are, with no notes. But if you wanted to get a little bit more of a deep dive into the Free Britney movement. Go look up the podcast Be There in Five. Earlier this year she did two uh, back-to-back specials on the Free Britney movement. Okay, um, Even brings in somebody with legal perspective on trusts and how they work. It's very fascinating. And you get some understanding of why her Britney's parents felt like placing her in a conservatorship as uh drastic of a move as that was why it seemed like the right decision at the time yeah so, well she was yeah. having
1: she was having some She's turmoil having some things.
3: Yeah. yes uh-huh. so well i just opened up the a can of world for you watch read listen life style you just like to say it like it's like punctuated but also you say it smoothly life well, thank you style
1: i feel like the first part's rushed so we hurry up so that we, then can, we can slow down.
3: Okay. All right. All
1: right. Since you've finished The Queen's Gambit, have you watched anything since?
3: No. I promptly fell asleep without you even coming to bed last night. It's true. And I had to stay up going late on.
1: <laughs> with more backyard adventures. Yeah. Um, getting that. It's still not done. We're in day four. At least. Something. No workers. No workers yet today.
3: I've literally lost track. I didn't watch anything. You've been kind of picking and choosing watching a few things here and there. You watched a movie maybe? I think
1: I watched two movies downstairs in the living room while I waited for them to finish in the backyard. They worked until 11 o'clock last night, which is a little awkward.
3: Yep. For us and our neighbors. Yep,
1: yep. I let them do it, though, because they also failed to show up until 3 o'clock yesterday. And I thought, eh, math seems right.
3: Yeah. Anyway,
1: watching. It's an eight-hour day, right? (laughs) Yeah, it is. Something. Anyway. um, Yeah, watching. What did I watch? I watched nothing that I would recommend to anyone with even an inkling of taste.
3: Okay. Um,
1: Yeah, so I'll skip that.
3: All right. Um, Read. you could... Go onto the interwebs and read all about the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah? Honestly, uh, there's probably a documentary or two. Oh, yeah. Old episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. The Loch Ness Monster is eternally fascinating to me.
1: Yeah. I don't know why Nessie is more impactful to me than Sasquatch or Mm -hmm. Abominable Snowman or any of the other... What do you call them? Cryptid. Cryptids. Yeah. Or they cryptize.
3: Ooh. I don't think so,
1: but I don't know. Okay, whatever they are. That one has always been more interesting to me. Maybe, I don't know, somehow maybe that's just tied to how I experienced it first as a child. I don't know. Right, okay,
3: that makes sense. I was
1: drinking whiskey in Scotland <laughs> yes. with my people.
3: Yes, all right, so watch, read, uh, listen. listen.
1: Well, I'm still reading Oh, Julian of Norwich, Revelations of Divine Love. It's fantastic, my meeting with, I'm doing that in conjunction with my spiritual director yes and so I had my meeting with him earlier today and so we got to rehash
3: some of that and I still enjoy it good excellent I like it um listening I started a new podcast limited series called chameleon um and the, like that there's a subtitle that's like a Hollywood con queen. Karma
1: chameleon? Carmen chameleon? No, there karma, 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 karma
3: involved. I'm not sure. Something. Culture club might show up. Okay. But it's this fascinating story, and I'm only three episodes in. I think there's – I don't know if it's ongoing or if it's complete yet. But the, the context of the story is that there are – there's this person who's been running this con for years, and the person – it's a woman, or at least the woman is sort of, sort of the face of the con – she chooses bit players in Hollywood. So people who are like um, trainers for the cast, like like athletic trainers, mm-hmm. um, makeup artists, hairstylists, like the people who are not the big names of Hollywood, but that you have to have on a crew right, right. to make a
1: movie. And they bring people into Scientology.
3: Well, you might think that, but I don't think that's involved in this particular <sighs> story. But what they do is insist that the person who they've picked... First of all, they impersonate someone in Hollywood, a real person. Okay. And it's usually like, like Tom Cruise. No, stop it. You're going to get a Scientologist over I'll, here.
1: I'll bring it on.
3: Okay. Uh, it's usually like uh, the wife of some studio exec or something like that. Someone you wouldn't actually know publicly, like they're not in all of the magazines or whatever, but right. you're like, I- Oh, they're a person well, like me. There you go. Yes. Kind of. And they, I know you. Yes. And she insists that you fly over to Indonesia. It's always Indonesia. Mm -hmm. And then from there, nothing really happens except that they say, well, you've got to pay this much money to scout these locations. And it's like little amounts of money here and there. There's always a cab driver that's assigned to you. The cab driver drives you around taking way too long to get to the place so that the fares are higher. And it's like, why would somebody do this? Nothing bad happens. It's like the small con. It's a small con, a series of small cons over time. Wow. So anyway, this podcast called Chameleon explores what is going on with this. I just started, like I said, I'm three episodes in. It, at first I was like, eh, I don't know if this is going to be that fascinating or not. But by the end of the second episode, I was like, what is going on okay. with
1: this story? You know who this never would have worked on? You? Dan Rather. <laughs> He's not paying the damn cabbie.
3: Yes. He doesn't care if he's in Indonesia or not. He is not paying. Not paying. you cannot produce your chauffeur's license, sir. That's right.
1: And I'm guessing most of Indonesia doesn't care a whole yeah, lot I about don't think chauffeur's license. licenses.
3: I could be wrong. It could be wrong. Okay. So that's my lesson.
1: Okay. I don't believe I've listened to anything either.
3: Okay.
1: Lifestyle.
3: Lifestyle. You're wearing a chambray shirt. I
1: am. It's the first one I've had, I think, since college, yeah, which was not that recent,
3: so <laughs> it's a j crew, you look good in it, thank
1: you. I like it. This was a fun experience to get. I had gone into the outlet malls mm-hmm. uh during quarantine, so we're all wearing masks, and i'd gotten i'd gotten there. I made the mistake of reading that the mall opened at a certain time, failing to see that most of the stores there opened an hour later. Oh. And wow. so I was milling around and thought, hey, you know what, I'll go into J Crew. Mm-hmm. They were one of the few stores open. Went in there and they were doing a halfway paying attention job of counting the number of people that come in like they do, all that stuff. I I made the cut, mm-hmm. thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go back into the men's section, yeah. which apparently is also where the only dressing room in the joint is. Uh-huh. And I'm thumbing through and I'm standing. I didn't even realize that I was standing next to the dressing room door and there's like three ladies all up in my business behind me. And I'm like, hold on, ladies, I'm taken." But that's not actually why they were there. Um, I'd meandered around to another rack. I found this shirt and I was, I was like, I think I'll try this on. And right as I'm thinking that to myself, yes. here comes store help, who's having to lightly referee... A fight over the waiting line to get into the dressing room, which was now six people deep. Oh, no. With a skirmish in the middle. Oh, gosh. And so I was wearing a T-shirt, and I just pulled this on over my T-shirt in the middle of the store like a real hillbilly.
3: Yes.
1: Um, Looked at myself in one of the weird half mirrors and said, I look like any circus clown ought to, and (laughs) bought my shirt and left.
3: Well, it all worked out for you because it, it looks real nice. Out.
1: This is the first time I've worn it, I think. Since I think I got, it is. I, I like it. think it. it
3: is. It looks a
1: little, little good. We're, we're in the days of weather, yes. many of which there are in Oklahoma, where the day starts out cool enough that you want yeah. a long-sleeve shirt, maybe a light jacket, and then by early afternoon, you're like,
3: why did I ever wear all these clothes? It's so hot. Yep. That's accurate. It was 39 when I dropped the girls off. Hey, our girls went back to school. Yeah. Face-to-face, in-person yeah. learning for we'll the first We'll all get run. COVID now. <laughs> March, and uh, we had one starting 10th grade, one in 7th grade. I mean, they started actual school. This is so weird. They started school in August. Mm-hmm. This is their first day back on campus since March. It was very surreal to do school drop-off, same route I did last year, uh, but yeah, anyway.
1: I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. First day back in a pretty active routine. Yeah. A lot of new stuff,
3: mm-hmm. a lot of
1: stimulation. hmm a lot of belching like an ape yeah, right there. Well, the that just came out of
3: nowhere. They came by um, honestly.
1: A lot, of, a lot of agitation. They're going to come home and they're going to be meaner than hell because they're tired. They'll be mean to us and mean to each other. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a real delight.
3: Yeah, good times. hope
1: it was worth the midday break. Good times ahead.
3: All right. Well, I think that's all we got for this everything? November the
1: 12th. I feel like I'm forgetting something critical. I don't know. I guess it's not too important, or I would remember. So, have an awesome today. Would you please do? Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: A cryptid is an animal whose existence is unsubstantiated. The plural form is cryptids. As far as we're concerned, Nessie has been substantiated, which means that she is not a cryptid. Also, pineapple suckers are icky. Find awesome today and sort of awesome media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Uh-huh.